0: Welcome to Good Moms on Paper, a podcast from Annie Hartnett, Tessa Fontaine, and Ellen O'Connell Widdett, three writers who are also mothers of young children. We're here to discuss writing and parenting problems, which are sometimes related, sometimes unrelated. We're here to share and commiserate, build community, and explore what we lose when we become parents, and also what we gain. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to Good Moms on Paper. Um, we have a special episode today. It's just me, Annie, and Tessa today. Um, but we and we are going to do something a little bit different um, based on. So, as if, if you're a loyal listener, you know that we just ran a sale for our accountability workshops for the month of June. Um, you have missed that sale if you're listening right now, because we were releasing that in June, but we have other deals, um, up ahead. Um, so, you know, a bunch of people who, who are listeners ha- joined the workshop. Um, and it's been awesome to hear how people found us and that people are really listening to this podcast, which is always a pleasure to hear that this doesn't just go out into the ether of the internet. Um, And one listener shout out to Laurel joined. And when she joined the workshop, she said, and she's also not a parent, which we love to hear that it's that this podcast is not just for parents, but is for all writers who struggle to get things done, my, my productivity and accountability problems pre-existed having a child. Um, So Laurel joined the workshop and during our sort of onboarding call to get her into the workshop, telling her everything that we offer, she said, you know, I've listened to the podcast, I've listened to all the episodes, and I had no idea how awesome what you offer is, how much, how much like community you have and, and what it really entails. So um, Tessa and I decided that because we don't want to just always talk about the accountability workshop because, you know, we're mostly focused on interviewing guests and all of those good things and complaining about our children and their molars coming in or whatever. Um, we thought we could have one dedicated episode that we could just refer to in the future about what the accountability workshops are and why they're so special. And if you want to join us, and even if you don't and you, you don't want to join us and, and you have your own practice and you have your own writing groups, I think there are some things in here that you could probably apply to your own writing groups. So um, we are fine if you're just here to steal our ideas. Uh, <laughs> but mostly we, we you know want to welcome you into our community. So because it's pretty cool and special. and We've been doing it for a year. Um, so let's walk you through what the accountability is groups offer. Tessa? Yeah.
0: Yes. And um, just to reiterate, very excited to be talking about this because it's something that um, I just like haven't found something that I believed in as much as a way to help writers um, at certain points in their writing life, like really genuinely, truly it has helped me so much, has helped Annie so much and all these other folks. So it feels really good to get to go into this a little bit more deeply. So um, here, so just here are all the things that the accountability, accountability workshop um, entails. So the first thing, and this is the first thing that got Annie and I involved in it, you've heard us talk about it before, is the contract. Um, this came from an essay by Amy Bender that was published on Oprah.com some years back. And uh, in it, she essentially like talks about this legally binding contract that she uh, made, that Amy Bender that she made with another writing friend some years ago. Um, And in it, she stipulated like, what her writing goals were. I think she had like a kind of a word count per day that she was aiming for, or a certain number of days a week. Um, and it has all of this sort of legalese in in the contract. And um, Annie and I adopted this uh, first back in twenty eighteen, I think, um, which is amazing. And uh, and and stipulated, you know, you, you get to make your own contract, so you sort of say, um, you know, three days a week. I have an hour that I can put in for my writing time. And it's in, you know, here, here's when it's going to be. And so you put that in your contract or whatever version of that works for you in your life. And then we really encourage people to put other stuff in there too. Like what you, you set yourself up for success. So you put in there, whatever, you know, you need to actually get the writing done. So for me, I have to say like, Wi-Fi on my computer turned off because I have no willpower not to check my email mm-hmm. as if someone's gonna email me like the lottery winnings um mm-hmm. and uh put in there like you know, listen to the certain kind of music or you can have a certain snack or like you, you know, you can put in pep. Sort of pep talk for yourself, whatever you need. But the contract is kind of a bedrock of our of our accountability workshop. Um, when you complete it for the day, you you know, whatever you set yourself up to do, then you we have an email account where you send in just uh the word done. You just send us an email with the word done that just you know indicates you've completed your contract for the day. We email you back with just the word check and we say, you know, basically like we see you, you did the thing that you said you were, you know, that you set out to do. Excellent onward. So that is step one.
1: So if you've always felt like, oh my gosh, I would, I just need a writing boss. I have a boss in my regular job. My toddler is a boss of making me, making me wake up at 530 in the morning. So I do it. Um, you, but you've always wanted like, or you remember what it was like to have one in school. This is like, this gets, this gives you that we, you have someone who's looking over your shoulder a little bit, but not in a way that is, we do not believe in guilt and shame or any of those negative emotions. Those do not feed creativity. So the contract, but it's really, it gives you these like guardrails of like, we feel like we should be writing all the time basically with all our free time. So the contract gives you these, this is what you need to fulfill and then the rest of your time is yours alone. So it also does a lot of things for people like, um, you know, someone in our group said once because she had the contract and she was sick for a week, she could take that week off of writing instead of trying to write through her sickness because she knew That when she when she was feeling better, she could just return to the contract, and the structure was there. So the structure is just really good for people, and it's really—I mean, we've talked about this before on the podcast—but it really is the thing that saved both me and Tessa from that post-first-book depression, because it was just like, okay, let's take all the emotion out of writing. Let's just fulfill the contract. Do what it says you know, follow this path. And eventually you'll be like, holy shit, I wrote something good. Um, But in the beginning, all it is, is, you know, whether it's, I'm going to write, you know, every Wednesday for four hours, I'm going to write every, every day for 30 minutes. And the beauty of the contract and the accountability groups is that everyone's contract is different. Everyone has different life circumstances. So we're, we're just interested in, you fitting writing into your own life circumstances um whatever that looks like so um so yeah the contract is where we began with this we realized that i had taught a course i love teaching um and may will teach again so i'm not gonna say that there's anything wrong with this class but i taught the novel generator at grub street for several years that was a nine-month course of helping people write a novel in nine months And I loved teaching that. I got to know the best people. Um, But one thing I worried about when I was teaching this class is that it was focused on production. So we were all – everyone was writing their first drafts. But we also workshopped. So we would read each other's stuff. Um, They had like a little bit – the way it was designed, and it was designed by Lisa Borders and Michelle Hoover, who are wonderful teachers – um, but it was designed that you would read read your read your pages and then get immediate feedback, rather than the more traditional people take the pages home and read them. Um, and that was because the the thought was getting too much feedback as you go can hinder your progress. My thought was even that much feedback can hinder your progress, and I saw some people really shut down after after workshop after sharing. And and the way I feel about my own work is. I can't share it too soon because it can really kill the idea. So we do call these this the anti-workshops because you're not reading each other's stuff, which does free you up to do your own, own work all the time. So it's not like a huge time commitment as it is if you take some other classes, but it's also the time is devoted to your work. Um, so you're going to get a community without feedback. Um, which can be really appealing to people who are in the middle of working on longer projects, or who are playing with a bunch of uh, small projects that they're just not ready to get feedback on. That said, there are ways to get feedback within the within the accountability group, but um, we can talk about that later in a minute.
0: Um, yeah, the feeling of the feeling of um, completing what you have said you're going to complete for the day. And then being done with it and sending that email in and then not for the rest of the day, having that lingering guilt of like, oh my God, I should be writing. When am I going to fit it in? What am I going to, you know, now I'm going to skip this thing or I'm not going to, and just like feeling bad about yourself, which is just like the state of being, I feel like for, for being a writer sometimes to not feel that because you have already set up when you're going to do your writing, you've done it, you know, contractually what you need to do. It is a life changing It is life-changing. It truly, uh, it just makes the writing and the rest of your life so much more pleasurable Um, as people in our groups talk about. And we, we like joke about, but really not joke is that we've all become much more tolerable people when we are writing regularly and um, all writer folks I think you know that that has some familiarity to it and so it feels really really good to structure um to structure our writing lives in that way and one other thing I wanted to say about the contract is it is a living document and so our life circumstances change um you know seasons change work changes daycare preschool school whatever changes and so, you can amend the contract as often as you want to shift kind of what you say you're going to do. So I know, for example, there's some folks in our groups right now whose kids are getting out of school for the summer. And so they have a lot less free time. And so, you know, they're shifting back the hours or focusing more on weekend time. And so it's, you know, it's something that can adapt and Annie and I are always here to, Talk with you one on one about you know how to rethink fitting the, your writing plans in your life um, at that particular time. So I, I feel like that's a really useful part of it too.
1: Yeah, what I say to everyone when they join is that the contract's going to start out really sexy. That it's a you know it's a new gym membership or a new girlfriend, and you're just going to want to spend all your time fulfilling it. <laughs> I usually just say June membership, but I like that girlfriend. Um, so it's it it the contract is so powerful in the beginning and people just join and they're kind of on a high for a while and they just go 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 and they're like, wow, I went to like from depressed to so happy in like five minutes flat. Um, I wish that that sort of euphoria lasted forever but it doesn't. And anyone who's ever had a gym membership knows that, that eventually, you know, you are going five days a week and then you're going three days a week. And then you're like, when was the last time I went to the LA fitness? A long time ago. Um, so we have, because we know that about ourselves and about other people that we have concocted a lot of different ways to keep that energy high and that we are always trying new out new experiments to keep the energy high. And so that is kind of also where the, our accountability groups have gotten even more special than just the contract. If you are listening and don't want to join the groups, but think that the contract could help you, all you need is a partner. And like, that's how Tessa and I started in 2018. So I, I just um, met someone at a writer's conference a couple weeks ago and he was really depressed after his first book and he asked me for advice. And I was like, oh, you came to the right place. Um, which was not my reaction when Tessa asked me what what was my advice after her first book. Um, but I was like, this is all I think about. And anyway, and I told him what you need is a writing, is a buddy and a contract. And, and so that, he said, oh my gosh, that is what I need. And he was going to go do it. So um, that said, what else our writing group offers is... One thing that really helps keep the contract working is our bi-monthly. Every other, right now it'll be every other Wednesday, or we're gonna add Mondays. Every other Monday, um, we have afternoon groups, we have evening groups. Um, we meet every two weeks, and we have we basically go around the circle on Zoom. And do check-ins and we get to hear what people have been up to and people use their check-ins for all sorts of different things so and it's up to you you can talk through whatever you want um so around the holidays i remember someone was talking about you know i know my relatives are going to be asking me about that novel that i've been working on and it's going to make me feel really small so like what how do you deal with people who are well-meaning but asking questions that feel like invasive or belittling or like, you know, things we don't really want to talk about. Um, So you could ask something like that. Sometimes people talk through plot problems in their novels, which because we haven't read it has a whole different, um, whole different sort of impact on you as a writer. So someone might ask, you know, why is this character? Why did this character join the military when they hate authority? And we're like, oh, here's why that person might join the military when they hate authority. And because we haven't read it, there's no value judgment on what we, on our suggestions. And, you know, some of us will have bad suggestions and you're not offended by them because they don't, they're not a reflection of your work. And some of us will have good suggestions. And some, finally, someone will have a suggestion that's like, oh my gosh, that locks everything. So it's a little bit like a hive mind or like just brainstorm room, Um, and it's also just a chance to acknowledge whether you've been fulfilling your contract. Oh, and I really deserve a pat on the back or, you know what? I haven't done shit for two weeks and time to get back in the saddle. And because we all know that like time slips by so fast and all of a sudden you haven't written in four months and you don't realize like why you're so depressed and why you're kicking your dog all the time. And you just, you know, this is a reality check every two weeks And it's a chance to be among other writers and one writer in one of the groups, you know, who's been going through kind of a hard time. So she hasn't been writing that much, but she said, um, you know, I know I'm a writer because I come here and i like being here makes me a writer. And sort of that confirmation of identity is so important for us. So as writers, like as artists to be, be seen and acknowledged as a writer and take it seriously. And so the, the community check-ins like offer more than we can even like really put a pin on. Tessa and I started out with just a contract and that really helped us for a while, but the magic sauce has become the contract and the community aspect.
0: The community, I have really been blown away by the just, like, level of, um, like, craft experience and intelligence and sort of variety of places that people have learned. So we have folks who have you know been through MFA programs we have folks who have multiple books out with big presses we have folks with small press books we have folks who are newer to writing we have folks who have not done the MFA route but just learned you know through a bunch of writing workshops really it runs the gamut but what um unites everyone in these groups is really a, a high level of commitment to writing and so these conversations feel really wonderful because There is no competition. It is like pure support, pure support for each other's, not just their projects, but like, you know, our writing lives. And so what I love too is in those kinds of moments where someone is like, um, you know, I haven't written in two weeks. I feel really, I'm having a really hard time. One thing that can often happen is that someone will say like, I can't figure this part about my writing life out. Like, I can't figure out how to, um, fit it into my week for this reason, anyone have any suggestions and because the group is made up of people who are all busy humans who have writing in their lives people always do and and you know sort of like when you're talking through some plot stuff some of it is really helpful some of it may not apply directly to you but it's all just like a really really loving supportive community of people talking it through um we have people in the groups who have been with us from the beginning, which is amazing. They've been with us for a year. And then we have folks who have joined all the way through. And so it's also a really sweet mix of um, kind of folks who know each other really, really well. And then folks who kind of, you know, are are newer, but really have, you know, found really wonderful spots in, in the group as well. And um, each group ranges from about um, six people is kind of the smallest a group has ever been um, through... Uh, Right now we have some pretty big groups, so that's why we're expanding into another day. But kind of the max you'll ever have is like twelve, um, but our but our aim is to have about eight to ten per group, and that feels that ends up being a really good number. So the groups are are um, magical times, and uh, and and I think really what 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 is the like real jet, jet fuel for this these days?
1: Yeah, and people are just like so knowledgeable and just it's like this huge resource of people that you know there are people who have i always bring up star one of our our star workshop attending you know she's been there since almost the beginning and she's just she just knows everything she's listened to every podcast she's like been to every writer's conference she just you know if you need a link to like solve your narration problem star has it so you know, Tessa and I have been around the block a few times, but it's nice to also have just this sort of huge network of people that are going to be able to help you and support you, um, and. So you'll be in a smaller group and you'll get to know those people, but we also have the bigger network, which is right now about a little over 40 people. Um, and you'll have access to everybody in terms of talking to them. And then, you know, I said earlier that there would be opportunities to get feedback if you wanted it. And some of that is just asking the group directly. So we have a Slack where you could request like, you know what, I have a full manuscript, I would like someone to read it or will someone read this or will someone look at my query letter? And so because it's a group of people that are not being so like demanded on for feedback and and if you never want to give anyone feedback, that is totally cool. And that is one reason that I would want to be in this group is because, you know, there are big periods in my life where I just don't want to give anyone feedback. And but if you are open to swapping and you really need what they call beta readers, um, this this could be a great place to get that because, you know, it's a big, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine. And so there are, um, you know, some... And the other thing that's amazing is just watching how many people are actually finishing their projects because they're following their contracts. Like three people finish their novels in one month. Um and it was in one group, in one group,
0: in one group. One yeah, group. It was
1: incredible. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just, it's, it's more powerful than, than I've, you know, seen in any other writing space in terms of let's just take some of the torture out of it and just fulfill your contract and let's see where it takes you creatively and like, trust your own, like, I ran a half marathon one time and I probably will not do it again. But I had a mantra as I was, as I was r- 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 doing the race, which was like, that just popped up in my head as I was racing. Cause I had been racing, I was running, it. <laughs> I was not racing against anyone, but I just pop, like a mantra popped up as I was running. That was like, trust the training, trust the training, trust the training. And then later, cause I, I knew I had trained for it. I had followed faithfully the like, you know, thing I had downloaded online and that's sort of what the contract gives you. It's like, it's the con- It's the thing you download online. It's like, just follow this and eventually you'll get to the end. Um, and there is no recipe for novel writing, for memoir writing, for any kind of writing. But this is like the closest thing that you can get to follow <laughs> this. Eventually it'll be done because... It just will and trust the training, trust your creative ability too. which.
0: Yeah. Trust your creative ability and trust, trust that the small steps of putting in work whenever you can put in the work and doing it regularly is how every book gets written. That's just how books get written. They That's how it happens. And then having a supportive community to be behind you as you're doing that. That's also how they get ready.
1: And how you and yourself we yourself have- open to the muse, too. I mean, there's a big part of that that's um, – and that sometimes is, is is also about how you adjust your contract because you learn how long it takes you for the muse to arrive. Some people can just, like, do it in 30 minutes a day. Some people need to sit there in silence for 30 minutes before anything creative happens. So we are here for you to listen to, you know, to adjust the contract and to listen to what's working, what's not, and to provide advice. We love to provide advice when it's asked for. Um, and for me, Which sometimes is- when it's not asked for, but that's <laughs> me
0: no, you say so many insightful things. I always scribble down Annie, Annie advice. Um, but this is another part of the accountability workshop. And that is when if you sign up, you also have access to uh, unlimited one-on-one calls with Annie or I. Um, and that has been also really, really amazing and, and helpful for lots of folks. Not necessarily because Annie and I are the solver of all problems, although I like to think that we do solve quite a few, but um, really because sometimes just having someone as a sounding board who is invested in your project and who can offer a little bit of you know, feedback, response, whatever, it just can make a world of difference. So we've had a lot of one-on-one calls with folks where, you know, they're just like, I'm really stuck on this particular, um, you know, problem in my memoir and I can't get past this particular thing. And I'm just going to talk it out for a while. And, you know, we'll sort of offer some reflections, but really most of the time people sort of figure stuff out on their own as they're talking through it. And so, um, you have access to us one-on-one whenever you need it during the month. Um, And it can be for, yeah, specific kind of manuscript problems. It can be for helping rethink the contract. It can be for more general creativity issues or scheduling issues. Um, We have had some funny one-on-one calls about like, like, help, I am too overwhelmed with um cleaning my house and I don't know what to do about it. And so we're like, well, here, let's think it, let's think it through together. Let's talk it through. So the one-on-one calls are are um, I think can be really helpful for folks and also are pretty delightful for us to get to connect with with you one-on-one. So that's another really nice feature.
1: And sometimes we even do two on one calls if you have bigger problems. We've done two on one calls. So the one-on-one calls, you can ask for at any time. You ask if you don't care who you talk to. We're both your coaches, which I think is like also something we kind of stumbled into accidentally. And I think someone was saying in the last group, it just means so much to have these two voices telling us we can do it and yeah. giving us, you know, either complimentary advice or, or, you know, we never really give conflicting advice, but, um, usually we're on the same, but we, sometimes we have, you know, different viewpoints for sure. Okay. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And then... Um, but the two-on-one sometimes we offer when someone is really stuck, having a really hard time for some reason, or about to, you know, do something that's more high stakes, like query an agent, or was gonna, someone was gonna interview Melissa Phoebos, so we gave a practice interview with her. Or we have had two recent, like, really fruitful brainstorming calls with writers and one writer was trying to figure out, you know, if she needed to cut all this backstory in her novel and she described all the backstory and it was just like, okay, but that is a huge, juicy, you know, the backstory is one of the most important parts of your novel. It's like this huge, juicy plot. It's not just like dead backstory. So why not make it alternate timelines and just put you know the date of the time, like you know nineteen sixty five and and then two thousand five or whatever um, at the top? And she was like, "I needed permission to do that. That's exactly what I wanted to do because I cared just about much about the backstory as the like current day story, but I could I didn't couldn't get there on my own. And so some of it is also." we are permission givers. We will give you the permission that you need and talk through it with you so that you feel like it's actually like legitimate permission. Um, So that was a really great one or someone was really stuck in the middle of her book and she talked the whole plot through and it was just kind of clear that it was like, oh, you're stuck because, you know, you killed off this character and that character, like you got stuck there because you weren't ready to actually say goodbye to that character. Um, so in some ways we like to like play plot doctor with you, um, (laughs) without having read it, because it's really just responding to what is happening with you. Like you talk it through, you figure it out, but we, we offer suggestions and then you kind of, um, say, no, that's not right. Or yes. Like until we unlock the, the feeling of Yes, that is exactly what I need. Um, so those are available on demand, and some people don't use them very often, and some people use them more often. Really, we are we are here for when you need us. Um, as much of the one on one coaching as as you feel that you need in addition to what you get in the check ins, and having that as an option, especially um, it's just the guidance that you know. For me, when I was looking for an agent, I was just or writing my first novel, I was just doing a lot of Googling and Google as much as I wanted to, doesn't have all, not that we have all the answers, but <laughs> we have at least personalized answers, um, you know, that aren't like, how do you get an agent? Um, and that leads us to when we don't have answers, cause we don't have all the answers. We also have added speakers who come So once a month, we invite speakers, we pay them so that we are able to ask like really cool people and they come and we get their, get their behind the scenes. So like
0: tell who have we had recently. So we've had, so we kind of like mix it up between um, authors and then people who are um, kind of more in the. Nitty gritty of the publishing world. So, we have had um, a publicist recently. We had a publicist who runs her own publicity firm and represents lots of independent presses, but who also was a publicist at FSG for many years. She offered a lot of great insight. Um, we've had Annie's agent on as a guest to give us kind of like all the behind the scenes, um, excellent, helpful agent advice. We had a masterclass on Scrivener, which um, if any of you use Scrivener, you know, it's it can be wonderful, but also it's really helpful to have someone show you all the ins and outs of it. Um, and then we've had some amazing writers. Uh, we have had Claire Beams, Rufy Thorpe. Maria Helene Bertino. And for June, we have the novelist, Sequoia Nagamatsu, um, who I'm so excited to talk to. And uh, we just keep getting really incredible people. So that feels really fun. It is an event um, on Zoom and it's ju- it's for all members of the accountability workshop, but it's it's just for us. So it's not like public beyond that. So it becomes a really intimate way to like, and they're mostly Q&A sessions. So it's really just like, what are all the things you want to talk to this person about? Um, and we get a lot of excellent info and we record these just for internal accountability workshop purposes. And then if you join, you get Access to a folder where we have all of the past um, speakers recorded. And so you can watch any of the past. Uh, speakers um, and revisit them kind of whenever you want. So that has been for me also a real highlight. I thought, I think those have been incredibly helpful. We've gotten really good feedback on them and we take requests. So we are open to kind of whoever folks in the accountability workshop want to have come. So we are continually asking folks for recommendations and reaching out. So I think like so far, actually almost everyone we've gotten has been because someone has been like, Hey, I really love this writer. How about getting them to come talk to us? Um, yeah, so that has been really excellent. And then another kind of um, side thing. Well, Annie, you already mentioned the Slack chat we have, and that is you know some people, some people, and some um, cohorts take you know use that really regularly, talk to each other a lot, share. There's lots of shared um, like podcasts and articles and classes, and you know folks just kind of sharing resources in there. That's really great. Uh, and then another new thing that we just started, that's totally optional, is um, a book club. And so, uh, uh, so we're doing this um, just quarterly, so once every three or so months. And um, we just did our, had our first inaugural session where we read "The World According to Garp" because um, Annie's boyfriend is John Irving, and we all needed to um, get on that train and learn about him, his parents, um, and it was really delightful. And I got to say, it is such a it is such such a wonderful experience to talk about a book with a group of writers, um, not in an academic setting. So we're not sort of, you know, like I'm thinking about
1: dick measuring. classes. There's and- no dick measuring. <laughs>
0: No, dick measuring. Thank you for saying that. Just more clearly than I was was trying to. No one is trying to be the smartest person in the room, but we can like talk really genuinely about like how is this person pulling this off, or do you think this part was successful? I don't. Or you know, and that and that is really really cool. So, um, we're figuring out what our next book is going to be, but that has just been like an extra c- sort of community piece uh, that that has felt really fun.
1: Yeah. So I think the last piece unless we've forgotten something, but I think this is the last one is that we also have cave sessions, which are three sessions a week that are outside of our, 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 you know, our one, our, we have three sessions a week that are outside of our, our class time, which is just time for people to meet on zoom, say hello, turn cameras off and write for two sessions of 40 minutes. So after 40 minutes, come by, go by someone pops on and says, hey, how's it going? And then you go back in and it's kind of supposed to be like being at a coffee shop with a friend doing your homework and you get so much work done because you know someone else is there also doing work, even though you can't even see them because we turn, turn the cameras off. We could leave them on, but I always worry about like, what happens when you know my husband walks by naked? So um <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wait a minute. We're all praying. That.
1: <laughs> <I'm talking about. laughs> um, that happens three times a week. We have one weekend, one on Sundays. We have one on uh, Mondays right now, Monday afternoons, and then one evening one on the Wednesdays that you, the people don't have their group, um, their evening group. Um, So those are a a fun way to also give your writing more structure. If you can go to, you know, one of those, um, some people like just really get a lot out of those. And that's another thing that's optional. You know, I say, try that one, see if you like it for some people, it makes a huge difference in terms of how much they're getting done. Um, it's something called mirroring. That is like, if you sit across from someone and you're doing the same thing, you're, you're more likely to be able to focus faster. And I do find it pretty effective um, when I do it. Um, So that's the whole rundown. Now, here's the deal. If you are a podcast listener, and you are listening right now, and you would like to join, we're going to start some uh, Monday, Monday afternoon and Monday evening one, this is going to be 1pm to 230 on Monday, Eastern Time starting in July, and then also also Eastern time, 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, starting in July. And then we also have same time on, in, on Wednesdays, which the groups are currently full. But if you want to get on the wait list for those, let us know. But here's the deal. If you're a podcast listener, and this is how you're hearing about this, you get $25 off for your first month. And that is good forever. So if you are discovering this months and months and months from now um, and you want to join and we have room in the groups, then just let us know. We're going to have to have some code for this, even though you can just tell us you're a podcast listener. But let's make it really fun. And how about the code is what's a French Poodle. French Poodle. So email us. Um. Through our websites, either AnnieHeartnett.com or TessaFontaine.com, put French Poodle somewhere in the email, and we will know that you are a secret member, and we will give you $25 off. So it's $150 a month, and it's it's designed so that we... Um, You can drop out at any time. Um, So if you only want to come for three months to finish your project, that is totally cool with us. Um, If you only want to come for one month to get a little bit of extra structure, come. Although most people who are like really successful stay with us for the longer haul because having that structure and community is so valuable. But no pressure. Feel like free free to come try it out, see how it works for you. Um, Some people will will be part of the groups and then know that they have to take a couple months off to like book tour or to deal with some health problem or whatever. And so then we try to make the spot available for them when they come back. Yeah, so come join us, French Poodle, and um, get in touch. And hopefully if you're not going to join us, maybe something of this was valuable to you to listen to. Um, But it's really given us so many gifts that we can't even describe. So wanted to take the time to explain everything that it is. and we would love to have you.
0: Yeah, it's been so fun. it it continues to be just so creatively inspiring and also, just like a really, really good community to be connected to, so we hope that you will come join us. And um, if it's not right for you right now, we hope you'll find your own version of accountability and community and make that work for you in your own writing life. Um, get in touch with either of us for more information or to start.
1: We should say that we just also gave out five scholarships to writers of color, and we hope to give out more scholarships in the future. Although we've just given out five, so. Um but if you um, if you are interested in the scholarship option, just get in touch and we will let you know when we have um, more of that available. So um, send us an email and say, you know, please let me know when the next time you're taking scholarship applications because we would love to give out more scholarships, um, but we just gave out five, so which is a very exciting thing for the groups. and yeah, everything is just, so exciting and it's just the best community and i'm so glad we started it me too dream come true.
0: all
1: right i have a one-on-one right now with somebody so i have to go but i'll see you in the groups
0: see you in the groups and for everybody out there just remember that you are doing a good job